0: Carrie and Shannon, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app on this Tuesday, April 12th. We're now about uh, seven hours, is that right, seven hours after a shooting on a subway train in Brooklyn. Uh, several people shot, uh, a few dozen people or a couple of dozen people at least being treated at hospitals around New York City for injuries. Not all of them were shot. Some of them, some of them uh, are said to have suffered some sort of shrapnel injuries or falling as they were trying to get out of that train. Uh, apparently, somebody set off a smoke bomb of some kind, put on a gas mask, and started shooting. Um, according to CNN and ABC News, police recovered several multiple high-capacity magazines. I guess it's, I should just say multiple. High-capacity magazines for a 380. That one of the magazines was empty. It was on his backpack. Another one was on the floor. And then a third one was in the gun at the time, but it had jammed. Officials said they're looking for a U-Haul truck or a van that's said to be connected to the suspect. Uh, And about 2 o'clock today is when we expect to see the next... 2 o'clock hour time is when we expect to see the next news conference out of New York.
1: Tuesday is time for True Crime Tuesday and Tasty Tuesday coming up after Layla's news at the bottom of the hour. But today's one of today's True Crime Tuesday stories hits pretty close to home. Police here in Los Angeles say... That more than a dozen LA gangs are targeting the city's wealthiest residents. 17 LA gangs, to be exact, have sent out crews to follow and rob rich people. What the crews do, and they're sent out in multiple cars, these crews are told to find, follow, and rob people driving high end vehicles or wearing expensive jewelry.
0: Yeah, and in many cases, they've been making off of those handbags, the watches, uh, other items where tens of thousands of dollars and some of those watches for example much more than that
1: you're seeing a couple of the housewives the uh, across the country actually be targeted because they're out and about they've got paparazzi following them they're at the hot spots they're not hard to track down and then you know people will show up at their homes and and rob them
0: uh the lapd uh, has put together a task force at the end of last year to try to Figure out why there's been a sudden surge in these follow-home robberies. Well. Well, I I don't know why they have to continue, why they're scratching their heads on this.
1: Yeah, because suspects have been arrested and then released from custody, and then they go back and they engage in the same behavior because there are no repercussions. So... <sighs> victims are robbed soon after leaving luxury boutiques and hotels, ritzy restaurants, trendy nightclubs, and other locations where gangs are scouting for targets. Again, now listen, gang members are not dumb people. Yeah,
0: listen, I I don't drive a car that's going to be uh, causing a lot of heads to turn. Right, I'm not I'm not driving the uh, the purple Maybach or anything down the 170. But those are easy to spot in Southern California, and you can find, especially if you go through specific neighborhoods around L.A. You're going to be able to find these very, very high-end vehicles. This should be a safe place for you to drive a high-end vehicle. Period. This should be a safe place for you to wear a five hundred thousand dollar watch. If you're that douchebag, you want to wear that watch, you should be you should be safe doing it.
1: Captain Jonathan Tippett, who spearheads the task force, he has been working in. Uh At the LAPD, in 34 years on the job, he also heads LAPD's Robbery Homicide Division, Elite, investigates high-profile crimes. He says, in my 34 years on the job, I've never seen anything like this.
0: He said that police identified at least 17 gangs, most of them based out of South L.A., operating independently, that have been involved in all of this. 17 different gangs that are doing this because they know you don't get one or two who do it and then nobody else does it. You get one or two or three who do it and then the other gangs realize, oh, wait a minute. Hey, those guys got all kinds of stuff
1: and they get out of jail right away. Shots have been fired in 23 of these cases. This is not a harmless type of a thing. Uh, Two victims have been killed as well. Now, the focus on this trend they say has caused some consternation among activists, criminal justice reform advocates. They're worried the rich people with political clout and politicians eager to please them for those campaign checks that they write will use this trend to claw back past policing reforms, you know, letting people out. Mm <laughs> hmm. Hamid Khan is one prominent activist. He accused the LAPD today of week after week of sensationalism about crime in the city, suggesting that police are blowing crime trends out of proportion. I never remember this in what 17 years now in L.A., uh, a rash of follow-home robberies, smash and grabs like this. They're not inventing these numbers. You're not hearing about it every other day because they're sensationalizing what's going on.
0: Yeah. The, the idea that. Now, listen, it's not that these are happening every single day, but that, that is true. I mean, if, if that's what Hamid Khan wants to say, this is not happening every single day. And there are neighborhoods in L.A. where there is significant crime that happens every single day.
1: Right. But if you just take the four week periods from September to October of last year, there were 45 follow home robberies in four weeks. In November, there were another 39. So that's why they had to form a task force to deal with it.
0: The, um, that Captain Tippett that you referred to said that you know, he's head of this task force. He said that particularly the arrests of some of these gang members has made a dent, that they have been able to drive down the number of these follow-home incidents to, they said, just 10 of them reported in the month of March, which is great. And hopefully this trend continues and this is stamped out significantly to where it becomes uh, very few and far between. Well,
1: and you also had, you know, Chief Michael Moore getting out in front of the cameras not that long ago and saying, don't drive your expensive car. Don't wear your jewelry in a place like L.A. Like you said, a place where if you want to be that kind of person because there's a lot of money here, you should be free to do it. It should be a safe enough society for you to wear what you want to wear and drive what you want to drive.
0: Yeah, I, 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 the the idea that you would has a, a police chief—that's got to be a hard speech for him to make. A right because of the realization uh,
1: he's in charge. Yeah,
0: this is this what we're doing has not worked to this point. Although I mean, like we've been saying repeatedly, it uh, he could look you know down the street at um, the L.A. County D.A.'s office and say, hey, if you guys aren't going to put these guys away we're going to be dealing with this for months to come.
1: In Florida, when we come back, there was a man stabbed to death by his girlfriend who happens to be an Instagram model. She claims self-defense. His family claims this was murder. Hmm. Talk about it when we come back.
0: Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
1: Don't watch that yet. It's not nap time. You're going to get sleepy.
0: <laughs> President Biden is in Iowa today. He is uh, talking about, among other things, uh, a plan to try to reduce gas prices at least a little bit, announcing steps to address the rising gas prices, including emergency measures to expand the sales of biofuels, countering rising energy prices, President slated to announce the EPA will issue an emergency waiver permitting year-round sales of E15 gasoline, which is a 15% ethanol blend. Uh, he is in Menlo, Iowa today.
1: Well, there is an Instagram model, Courtney Taylor. She's also on OnlyFans, where she has more than 2 million followers. And she has stabbed and killed her boyfriend, claiming it was self-defense. Now, the boyfriend's family says this was murder. He goes by the name Toby. Oboomsley is his last name. I'm probably screwing that up. But uh, she claims there was no crime, that it was self-defense. Happened in late March. Miami police say they were called to an expensive condo in the Edgewater neighborhood of Miami to investigate a report of domestic violence. There, they found Toby suffering from a knife wound, and he died on the way to the hospital.
0: She, uh, she said in, one, in some podcast some pretty interesting things about who she would uh, allow herself to date. I'm
2: Courtney Taylor and I do OF for a living. Only fans. You've got like a million followers or something. 2 million.
1: Damn. You look like the type of girl that only dates like rich guys. Is that true?
2: No, that's not true. I only date black guys, especially black guys,
1: especially black
2: guys. Let me clarify. I only date rich. Okay. Rich black guys. There we go.
0: (laughs) Now this, this incident, the stabbing reported Sunday, March 27th, uh, They were originally called, police were, because of domestic violence reports, and they found this guy with a knife wound, uh, later pronounced dead, at a nearby hospital. Uh, And if you have seen any of the images, they originally showed her with her hands cuffed, and she's wearing blood-soaked clothes while she's talking to the officers.
1: She threatened suicide while in custody for questioning after the stabbing. P.S. That podcast you heard, that was two weeks before this happened. So anyway... She's being questioned over what went down and she threatens suicide. Uh, She claims that she was the victim through through her attorney. She claims she was the victim of physical, emotional, and mental abuse at the hands of Toby, even accusing the potential of human trafficking without further elaboration, just throwing everything. And the attorney says that well, yeah, she she was so upset about it and had to act in self-defense that, yes, she ha- was having suicidal thoughts. So she was hospitalized. But then the family, Toby's family, says mm, she was spotted out like a week later having drinks at a bar. No, no suicidal thoughts. there, having a grand old time.
0: Well, here's here's an interesting thing that happened at the bar. Somebody recognized her. Recognize I, somebody from OnlyFans now? I don't know. I suppose. I
1: videotape her right now. She, yeah. You should go. Yeah, you should go. Cause you just killed your boyfriend. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Oh my gosh, I feel dumber now. I know. I <laughs> feel. I feel so much dumber now.
1: Well, apparently the two had a clearly toxic relationship. They were together for about two years. Their relationship, well, called complicated, ups and downs. And as her attorney says, unfortunately, it culminated with his death. Now, his family, again, is crying out for some sort of investigation because this does not smell right.
0: I. Uh- you mentioned that she had over 2 million followers on her OnlyFans page. Pictures of them showed up on her Instagram. She most recently, I guess, had a picture with him in September of 21, so it wasn't that recently. But um, all the family says they're looking for is justice because one of them described him, the boyfriend Toby, as being raised with by a very strong family, strong morals, strong values. He would not come from that you know the allegation that he was abusive in any way so
1: well the breaking news this hour unfortunately is that comedian and actor gilbert godfrey has died the tributes as you can imagine are pouring in from everybody
0: uh do you remember when louis anderson died not too long ago Gilbert Gottfried posted a picture of himself with Bob Saget and Louis Anderson. Yes. And now all three of the guys in that picture are gone.
1: He posted recently that picture again after Bob Saget died and said this picture is very sad now.
0: I just can't believe it. I mean, uh,
1: that was three months ago that he posted that.
0: And I didn't realize you had mentioned this, that it was some sort of a long-term illness. I, I didn't know at all that he was sick in any way. No,
1: I don't think, so. I don't think anyone did.
0: There was a, a book I read one time called Life Animated, and it Gilbert Godfrey actually played a big part in this story. It was a story about a boy named Owen. Um, if you've heard of the longtime journalist Ron Suskind, this is his son. And Ron wrote this book about his son because he grew up autistic. And the only time he learned to communicate, or the uh, one of the keys that unlocked his ability to communicate, was Disney movies. And when he f- heard his son one time talking in his bedroom, he was talking to the yago puppet that he had in his room. Oh my god. I mean, this is a kid who was basically nonverbal with his family and his parents and everything, but would constantly watch these different Disney movies. And when Ron Suskind put the yago puppet on his hand and spoke complete sentences trying to do Gilbert Gottfried's voice as Yago, His son spoke to him for the first time in years. Wow! And it's it's an amazing. It's not an answer. It's not a cure all. Don't if your kid's autistic, that doesn't mean you can put them in front of a Disney movie and you're going to break through. But for this kid, for that family, that was the breakthrough. And I I just remember I read the book, I interviewed Ron Suskind, I saw the movie back the documentary that was nominated for an Academy Award about it, and just that. Because his voice was so iconic, because Gilbert Gottfried's voice was so unique and iconic in that role as Yago, that something about that was able to break through to this kid who couldn't or wouldn't or whatever, whatever works in the autistic brain, couldn't communicate with his parents, but he could with a puppet. Yeah. And it was just amazing. It's an amazing story. It's called Life Animated. So...
1: All right. Well, coming up next, we will welcome Neil Saavedra into the show for Tasty Tuesday. We're going to be talking about some healthy kitchen hacks. We're going to be talking about Easter. We're going to be talking about people who you go out to dinner with who don't tip and how you handle that
0: (laughs) don't go out to dinner with them it's time for dodger baseball dodgers take on the twins in minnesota this afternoon first pitch a little more than two hours uh, a little more than three hours away from now listen to every dodgers game in hd on the free iheart radio app keyword am 570 la sports brought to you by cal hope hope lives here
1: Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We are not playing this song every day. Like, that is not going to be a thing. I will not have Harry freaking Styles on this show every day.
0: Oh, wow. And I'm the one who had the Diet Coke today? Wow. Let's shift it back down into third, I just we? like
1: how upset people get when I, when I say bad things about Harry Styles. I saw you dancing. Like, did you That's see tonight. the guy on social media that was like, you stupid F&B... How dare you say anything about Harry Styles?
0: Yeah, sorry about that. I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The news out of New York from early this morning. Police still searching for a suspect. He filled a rush hour subway train with smoke and then opened fire with a 380. Um, Several people were shot and injured. ABC was reporting as many as 29 people were being treated at hospitals around New York. For gunshot and other types of injuries just from scrambling out of the uh, subway train, police recovered multiple high-capacity magazines for a 380 that the guy used. They said they also did find the weapon uh, with one of those magazines in it, and uh, the mechanism had jammed. Officials looking for a U-Haul, they said, maybe suspect uh, connected to the suspect. And at 2 o'clock, they do 2 o'clock our time, so about 30 minutes from now, we do expect yet another New York Police Department press um. Availability on some of the latest details.
1: Hey, Mondo. Yeah, Shannon. Did you hear what happened down at the fish shop? No, what happened at, down at the fish shop? The fish got battered. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's that? I said, take the look of
2: pride off your face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, you're one minute away from licking your finger and striking a, a one Ma- in the Mondo air. Likes, like I got that one. Mondo
1: likes the likes the jokes I picked. Is that is that not okay to have a moment of joy with Mondo? Mondo? Fears you. Yeah, Those
2: those are some of the best food jokes I've ever heard. (laughs) When they laugh like
1: this
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's got a tinge of survival to it. There has been
1: a rash of men that have jumped when I have walked towards them in a room in recent weeks and I don't know why that is. It's the eyes. It's this. Yeah, It's all
2: of this. You get this really pointed look when you're in a mood Oh, and I can see it from down the hall and I go oh I forgot to go wash my hands. I forgot to go
0: do something anything.
1: I I need to Clean up my Okay, I'll soil. work on my face.
0: Neil Saavedra is host of The Fork Report, he joins us on
1: Tuesdays
0: <laughs> to talk about some, some fun food stuff.
1: Hi, guys. Uh, Hi. What's going Easter's on? coming. Yes, Jesus. He is
2: risen. What's He's risen ris- indeed? Yes. yes.
1: woo yes. Look at us. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
0: And also with you?
1: No, that's peace be with you. We and, lift our hearts oh. up to the...
2: You just ruined the, the Protestant ruined high five <laughs> with a bunch of uh, Catholic um, luggage that you can't even remember.
1: I know, right? Isn't that good? Isn't that like a, a brain, uh,
2: like a something clock. that preserves yeah.
1: your brain, like bad memories?
2: I'm going to try, hope this doesn't preserve this bad memory right this Some instant. Some sort
1: of disassociation with mass. Mm. Anyway, thanks food. guys. Food.
0: How do okay. you how do you peel hardboard e- hardboard hard boiled eggs?
2: I why not just peel a
0: hard boiled egg? I've are never we had making a it harder? Yeah. Are we making
2: it harder than it Let needs to be? Let me tell you. Yeah. Every time I see one of these hack lists, here's a bunch of kitchen hacks. Ninety percent of them are wrong.
1: Well, then I'm glad we're doing the topic. Well, no, because <laughs> there are some good
2: ones in here. But I do. I sit there going, no, no, uh-uh, doesn't work. So the first one here is uh, peeling a hard-boiled egg. A couple things with a hard-boiled egg. The age of the egg Mm -hmm. matters. Uh, The younger the egg, the fresher the egg, it's going to be a pain in the ass to peel, period, no matter what you do. Really? Fresh eggs
1: are harder, much harder.
2: Especially if you're, you know, like, uh, you know, Dean Sharp. And, and have he comes out to like Disney music in the morning and birds land on him and he's yeah. like, oh, fresh eggs. And the cows kiss him and he goes, you're not dying today. I'm getting it from the butcher. <laughs> and all that stuff. that's Those types of eggs, you hard boil, they're never going to come apart. The um, cuticles and stuff are thicker. They haven't been processed the way our, ours have been bleached and cleaned and all these things. The older the egg, the easier it's going, excuse me, to separate the shells going to be to separate. I just swallowed an actual egg live to show you how easy it is. I made it here as well and laid it. So uh, it, it really, there's so many factors. People put vinegar in there. People put baking soda. The theory is baking soda is going to change the pH balance and cause the albumin or the whites of the egg to separate in a way. None of that crap really does anything. The reality is, from what they've tested, science over and over, it's putting your eggs into boiling water or steaming them at the peak of steam. And then that's going to release them the best. And they need to be at least two weeks or more. Most of your grocery eggs are already 30 days out before they even put them into oh, a carton. I didn't know that. I, yeah. We
0: have one of those small, maybe fits six eggs, I think. you. Uh, it's a steamer. And you, the little timer goes off and tells you when they're done. One of the best ways they're to, glorious. to hard they're boil
2: wonderful. an egg is steam it.
1: Or, or I have a little poaching machine that works well. Yeah. If you like a poached egg. I like the eggs in all the forms. Me too. Um, i have a, a question. Is there uh, Are there eggs at the grocery store, just at your everyday grocery store, that are fresher than others?
2: Uh, That's an excellent question. You can check on the side as to when they've been boxed or the Julian date that they put on there. Like,
1: are the brown eggs fresher than the white eggs? No,
2: here's the thing. There is no nutritional difference in the color color of the shell or anything like that. Are
1: the brown eggs treated nicer than the white eggs, the chickens? Not in my
2: world. (laughs) No. -uh. It's always the, the white eggs. Why
1: I
0: never saw growing up, this is going to sound so stupid to follow on the stupid comment that you made. I never saw. <laughs> it's like a chain of stupid We eggs. never had brown eggs at my store. That may be a surprise to a lot of people, but I mean, I it was only, I, I probably was 30
2: before I even saw it's an egg about that was brown. The, and... It's all
1: about the breed of the hen. So it, maybe you were like a single you know breeder weird? up there.
2: It's, it's kind of tied into the color of the feathers. Yeah, well, and, but because it's a calcium that they they put sure. around it. But I always thought they were for rich people or something. When I first saw a brown egg, I'm like, Whoa.
1: I, I did, too. How come? And then you
2: can get blue eggs, too. And it's yeah. like, well, how, how, how we got the lame white, eggs. I, white I just, egg? I just
1: Googled it because that's where I go for my knowledge. And it says that sometimes the brown eggs are fresher because they tend to come from local farmers and that chefs hmm. prefer to use them. Eh. I think chefs prefer to use cheap eggs.
2: No, I'm not. I'm not, Now, there might be uh, chefs may want local farmers. Yeah. Yeah. And in that case, you're not going to get a bleached egg. Right, so I right. guess, sure. But the, the reality is when peeling, it's due to how hot the water is, which is strange because most, like I don't put it into hot water. I put it into, you know, the eggs right into the pan, put water on uh, an inch of water above them. Put them on a hot, uh, a hot um, stove, let them boil, t- turn it off, and set them aside for 12 minutes. That's how oh, that's I it. boil an egg. Well, nothing says the birth of Christ like a hard-boiled egg with a pretty color on it. Well, if what? you're into, you know, uh, economical trinities, I suppose. Do you want don't get me fact? started. <laughs> I you know a, a thing or two. Do you want a fun fact? Uh-oh.
1: White leghorn chickens lay the white shelled eggs, while Plymouth Rocks and Rhode Island Reds lay brown shelled eggs.
2: You know what? The worst thing in the world was when someone showed her how to use Google. I'm gonna be a genius. Tick 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 Kardashian tick 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 tick. F
1: and you. I don't even watch that show. I've never watched that
2: show. Oh wow. I know I know what makes her mad now.
1: When did you stop hating women?
2: Stop hating women? No, that's a complex question. She's waiting me for me to go never. I mean <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, counselor. Okay,
1: so I've been caught doing this when I uh, was out with a specific family member uh, when I saw the tip and the tip wasn't right, right? So like I left cash on the table and then kind of got caught. With that, and then I'm a bad person because I didn't oh, think they tipped enough.
2: Oh, somebody else was stiffing the help. Yeah, but not there in a movie where someone got really mad going, oh, so you're the hero now putting the tip when I paid for the $500? That sounds dinner. like it would be a good sitcom uh, ploy, but-
1: I think it was just a mathematical error. I don't think they were stiffing anybody on purpose, but I didn't want to draw attention to it, you know, so just kind of threw cash on the table and then- uh,
0: You didn't even like hide it under a plate or something?
1: I did. I tried to be super surreptitious (laughs) about it, but But when the wad
2: of bills is that big, it's hard to keep that plate down. No, you want to go up to the to the server and go, Here's a little fold in money.
1: Did you know that the main pigment in the brown eggshells is called protoporphyrin nine?
2: There's a number on it?
1: Yeah, you're damn right.
2: Who's Chloe dating? We
1: I'm will talk too.
0: about <laughs> the fine art of dining with friends oh, man, she, and family eyes. who don't
2: like tip. Fire, man.
1: Dude, I have fallen down the hole of so many egg fun facts. Mondo, you guys have no idea.
2: Get a towel in here quick. You know it's bad when she starts with dude.
0: Shannon, KFI AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeart Radio app.
1: President Biden says the White House is in close contact with New York authorities after that shooting this morning on that subway car in Brooklyn. He was in Iowa, says his Justice Department is working with those in charge of New York. He'll be getting more updates later. You will be getting an update coming up in the two o'clock hour. The latest has been that they may have an image of the shooter. It shot sit 10 people, uh, hurting at some estimates up to 29 people, but they haven't released it yet. It's from a bystander's phone, so they're trying to confirm that identity. Also, that they're looking for a U-Haul truck connected with the shooting with Arizona plates.
0: Neil Saavedra is host of the Fork Report, and he has joined us. We talk about some food stuff, and uh, we've talked a lot of, before about tipping, and this is an unusual—this is a sort of a different aspect of tipping— What happens when you are at dinner with friends or family? You somehow get a glance of how much the whoever's picking up the tab has decided to tip, and you realize it's not enough. Either they did the math wrong, like Shannon was saying, or they're just being stingy, whatever it is. And you want to go through and, uh, and, you know, help alleviate some of the financial burden for the, for the wait staff. it depends who
2: you're with. For one,
1: you some know, people all, you can call them out on it. Yeah, or right? you're like, what? Right. Seriously,
2: like yeah. people have to work. I think there's a depending on who you're with. There are different methods. Um, Shannon talked a little bit earlier about the, you know, the snake slipping under the plate. I gotta go potty. I'll be right back when everybody's already out the door, so you know n- no one's gonna come back. And in that case, you try and look for the server and it said that it's better just to go to the server and say hey listen you know grandma she drinks and whatever <laughs> it's like she doesn't tip when she drinks and 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 then you slip them whatever sometimes you can just put it on there you know throw it a 20 on there but I have had more than one story told to me when that backfired because someone goes well, like what the F? I
1: mean, what... right, people take it personally. Yeah. Right? You don't. Would, think...
2: Are you saying I'm cheap or right. why did not you? So it really depends who you're with and what the reason.
1: Cause maybe, you know,
2: your grandma or grandfather rules have may... evolved too. Yeah. And they're like,
1: there's a Europe, nice shiny
2: quarter for you. <laughs> I remember for the
1: first time I went to Europe with my husband and he just rounded up to the next euro or whatever it was. Cause that's how they tip there. Oh, and yeah. I was like, "What are you doing, you monster?" And he's like, "That they don't tip here like they do in the states." With-
2: there are some places where it's offensive to tip, tip, right? And there, and so you, you know, you're constantly. Do you do that when you when you're going to go to a foreign place? You try and look at all the social norms and you look totally up business, because you know sometimes you're like like
1: in Japan, you don't show the underside of your shoe because it's like hitting somebody in the face.
2: And that's the same. I think that's the same in India as yeah. well. It's disrespectful to show the bottom of your feet right um i just don't know if anybody if i if you were
0: paying a bill and i thought you under tipped and i pulled a 20 out of my wallet and i put it on the table if you had a problem with it i would have a problem with you having a problem with it right like why would you listen i thought that i thought the the dinner service was great i don't care what you think you know you may have had a hair in your linguine but uh mine was just linguine
1: well, just you know, I always overly tip, so it'll never. Be I know you.
0: I don't think I've ever. And here's but the other thing about: about
2: with, what about if you're multiple people and everybody's you know splitting the tab and everybody puts in twenty percent, and one wingnut puts in five percent.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like if everyone's putting in twenty percent, they'll be okay. With... I guess I have questions. No, about... because
2: it will still be under That's when you factor it in, true. right? Because I thought the same thing. It's yeah. like, oh, no, you're golden, but really, you're not because yeah. you're all doing it based. I don't know what the math is. What that would take down twenty percent to, if right. only one person, depending on how many. Listen,
1: there were. this isn't a math show. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was told, I was
2: told there'd be no
0: math. Uh, I just uh, the idea that I would even see someone's tab. I guess if I'm putting all the receipts back into the little, you know, yeah, maybe you're the one that, that they
2: trust with the math. The oh boy, but, but that's, that's always a, that's a someone a. inevitably. Oh, I had the salad. Yeah, we're kind of splitting it all. Next time, get something. Hardier, man. I do think, I will say this. I think that's one
0: thing that uh, Venmo and other apps like that have made much easier is, I'll just get it. It's easier to do one. It's easier on them to do one bill. I'm just going to do it
2: this way. And And then you
1: just take a a photo of the receipt and say whatever you want to contribute or whatever. That's cool.
2: But now you're screwed. If You're the one, if they're venmo mowing you and someone doesn't give a good tip, yeah. now you've got to cover that again, anyways. I'm not inviting them to dinner anymore. I was
1: just gonna say, don't that's have the dinner key. with apples, very simple,
2: very simple. Not home, go away. A oh, one quick tip for um Easter, by the way, and I love this one. If you've got small kids and they give you that really crappy little wire thing to color the eggs mm-hmm. and the kids that's falling yeah. off, get your whisk. Um. That and you pop it in there. It'll, the egg will fit oh. in there and dip that, and then you've got it in a cage, so the kid can dunk, dunk, dunk without it <laughs> getting vinegar and everything else. He goes, "Mommy, I'm making colored eggs, but uh, not making colored sofa, colored rug, yes. colored counter. That stuff's not gonna kill me, right? That that no." Egg dye that comes from no, the store. I'll, I'll eat hard-boiled eggs. No, it's just vinegar. After, yeah. Some color. I mean, you can make natural stuff. Uh, you know, you guys have tons of beets laying around because you love them so much, guys, right? No, I get them straight from Shroot Farms. I get a, a, sh- a case every Wednesday. Yeah. And then you can use those. There's natural things you can do to um, color eggs if you don't want your kid to have red dye number eight.
1: But your kids are grown. They've left the house. Enough with this. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm sorry. Sh- Chan- every time I come in, Shannon says... Just don't bring up the kids. My father-in-law sent me a text this morning to ask for
0: my daughter's address at college.
1: She has an address so, that's not yours. So
0: he he
2: could send her an Easter card.
1: <clears throat> okay, that's buddy? So sweet. I'll be fine.
2: But your son, you probably see him a lot, right? He will we'll be in Detroit. Are on you Sunday. okay, buddy? I'm gonna I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna hire Everyone into... always feels good when their kids in Detroit. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's a, <laughs> Detroit's one, one of the most interesting places I've it's a ever great been. Great place, great place. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. All
1: Everything's right, it's fine. Everything's
0: fine.
2: Hey, buddy. The
1: Motown Museum's <laughs> lovely.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Neil. I gotcha.
1: Johnny Ken Show coming up next.
2: See you tomorrow. Stay dry, everybody. Blessings. Can we turn our beds into bunk beds? Gary and Shannon. Rumpus time is over. You got a big
1: day tomorrow.